Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Marie Duffy, who is a digital marketing expert at Log Media. Hi, Mairead. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Tom? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Mairead, let's start the show. So first of <laughs> all, I'd love you to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and where you are currently. Yeah, of course. So um, as you said, I'm Mairead. I'm from Galway. I'm currently working for Lurg Media, um, a digital agency based here in Galway. We're a creative digital agency down in the West End, and um, we work through the Irish language, so, and we work on a lot of you know, Irish cultural events, um, some really cool projects like Galway Film Fla, um, Fla Cole with TG Cahir, uh, we work with Faris Nagoyalga, um, we work on conferences, it, it's a really... Um, brilliant range. Uh, we do some tourism, we do a small bit of e-commerce, um, and we create videos, we run advertising campaigns. Um, it's all very results-driven. And before here, I got most of my marketing experience in New York. I went out there, I did a master's in digital media, and then I went out there and I was ended up being very lucky. I started working with a company that it was a entertainment and dining company that had a lot of different, I suppose, uh, businesses under its umbrella. So uh, we had a lot of music venues and restaurants. Um, we had a diner where the waiting staff all sang. They all worked on Broadway. Um, we had some pubs and restaurants. And we also then, um, they opened a new venue in Times Square called Opry City Stage, which was a partnership with the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. So that was a big country music place. Um, and I work there as the marketing manager. So again, just unreal experience, kind of getting a bit of everything about every aspect of marketing, from partnerships and digital to outdoor advertising, um, websites, graphics, the full lot. So yeah, that's where I came from and now I'm here back in Dublin. Yeah, it's an incredible experience. Do you find, especially now that you work in the west of Ireland and it is such a native Irish speaking, part of the country do you find it's difficult to work with companies like TG Caja and so on uh, events wise because you have to have a good grasp of the Irish language as well does it does it affect your marketing and and how do you overcome that? Uh, Well everyone here in the company would have um, fluent Irish I did when I came back at first I had done my undergraduate through Irish but obviously I'd been gone for years um, in New York where it wasn't speaking Irish at all. So I did, um, you know, I'm still, I'm, I've been here a year now and I'm still getting back to it. Um, you know, going to the ATL but um, definitely getting there. I don't think it hinders working with, I think for us um, as an agency, it really enriches what we do with our clients. Do you know, I feel like... Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's a stunning language to pull from, even writing copy. Um, it's just, it's much richer. And it's the fact that we have such a good understanding of it and we understand 
you know, we have a grow for it and a love for it, it really, I think, helps us bring that across with whatever we're doing with our clients even more so. Yeah, and I, I see it as a huge uh, angle for the business in terms of it can't be replicated. So you're not, not going to have like a huge agency in New York being able to, to pitch for probably a lot of the work that you do because they don't have an understanding of the Irish traditions. Uh, and just to add, my, my partner, I remember dropping her off at the Grill Duck several times in Mayo uh, a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. it is a great part of the world. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't got around to speaking Irish yet, but <laughs> we'll give it time. Um, time. And, <laughs> and Mairead, uh, around what you would see as your biggest strengths now, obviously, You've already given your background, and I, I would personally say that you're well trained in, in most areas of, of digital marketing, especially. But what do you feel is your biggest strength and, and drivers of, of, let's say, traffic, especially in e commerce? Mm-hmm. So, my biggest strength, um, so yeah, like I said, that's and that's the great thing about being here at Lurg as well. We all, you know, when you're just in house and kind of doing a bit of everything, you're wearing all the hats, but you don't have time to become an expert at any one because you're running around between all of them. So here, um, I really focus on the paid advertising. I would say that's definitely my biggest strength. So, you know, uh, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, search ads, um, everything paid really would be my biggest strength now. And we all kind of have, you know, everyone here has their own area of expertise, which makes us gel really well as a business to know that each one has their own. Of course, and to, to be honest, I, I do think paid is is definitely one of the most important areas of digital marketing because it's mm-hmm. where you can really scale up and down a business's traffic and 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 sales and everything else that comes with it. Yeah, uh, exactly. Is there any kind of areas that you're really excited about in the paid market right now? Something that you think, oh, that that could be great value to our audience. Um, I mean, in the, I mean, in the paid market right now. What I'm kind of excited about is the way things are heading. Um, just the way, I mean, you know, we all know the market's saturated. There's so much content. Uh, you really, you do need paid to even see your organic, to have your organic content seen. Um, yeah. And even with paid, like, there's so much, like, there's so much there now that you kind of have to be um, top of your game. And also, the algorithms are getting a lot smarter. You know, there was a while there... Um, there was a while there in paid where it was a bit like the Wild West. Everyone was just, people were doing black hat SEO and like stuff in keywords places and, you know, loads of clickbait and like hacks trying to beat the algorithm. There's a lot of that going on. And I think now it's just everything's becoming more transparent. Um, even with Google having identity verification for advertisers um, and, you know, with any kind of, any kind of like tricks that people try to do, the algorithms will penalize them now. So I think when you're definitely for us, when we're like promoting really quality events, um, whether it be Feast TV summers or the Galway Film Fla or anything like that, things that you know people want to attend that they get great value out of, it yeah. makes the it makes the whole market like fairer and. I think it's better for us as advertisers and it's it's better for the customer as well. Completely. And and just to back you up with that, I found paid has become way more intuitive, especially when you talk about the kind of meta Facebook and Instagram ads. 
before when the platform was first starting, it, everyone was kind of just doing these mass broad target audience searches and stuff. But now the algorithms have got a lot better. The, the lookalike campaigns, um, the, uh, there's way more opportunities in remarketing. And, you know, I suppose the evolution of, of video and, and imagery on these platforms, we, we probably would look back a couple of years ago and think, wow, how was how those posts getting clicks or conversions or whatever so yeah, yeah I, I i definitely second that yeah and even with measure and even with the way people can opt out of things now as well i just think yeah for everyone at least you know when you're giving them something they want they've opted in to see it so yeah it's just it's all looking a lot better completely agree and uh, to help with your role is there any particular softwares that you use that you might give people that are listening a little bit of insight into how they can improve maybe the, the quality of their paid or you know um, the actual process itself? Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many softwares available now and I'm all, for anything that can just make your life easier. Um, I know when I used to do events, and this is not to do with paid, but when I used to work events and I used to do, you know, I had spreadsheets and I would be doing everything manually and then I think it was triple seat I got, like, you know, just an event software and it automated absolutely everything and it, you know, I had so many extra hours in the week. So anything, like, yeah. even if, if you're on your own business and you can get, like, software that will make up invoices, whatever it is, I think you should definitely invest in it. But for me personally, um, I mean, there's the obvious one, Google Analytics, which I shouldn't even have to mention, but I do think some yeah. people don't use it, especially, I mean, especially now, you really, really need to be in there. It's not enough to go off the results that you're getting from um, from Meta or from wherever. Like, you need to be in on your website and you need to have your Google Analytics. Um, and then also for putting ads together, Interest Explorer is a good one, just for creating audiences and layering them. Um, I find that quite useful. And then just in general, I mean, for just trying to organize myself, um, I love Asana, just to keep on track of everything. and. Yeah. I, I just find it amazing, you know, and to check that everything's done and whether you're making the graphics yourself or sending them to a graphics team. Um, it's, yeah, it's a really helpful resource. And then even for making the ads for graphics and things, I mean, there's there's so much software out there. Like, if, I mean, Adobe's brilliant, but if you don't have the time to learn it or if you don't have the money to pay for it, like, there's free tools like GIMP or, like, um, even Canva, is really easy to use if you're not a designer um yeah there's plenty out there completely agree and and you've hit on some excellent softwares and i uh, see you mentioned about google analytics and the fact that you felt uh, you, you shouldn't even have to mention it so, some of the clients and stuff i work for it would astonish you uh, how how infrequent they would check out that, that where their traffic's coming from and some of the data and it's it's always something whenever I'm looking at audits to uh, kind of initial audits I, I, I'm using Google Analytics as my main tool you know yeah. I find especially around uh, the advanced tracking like uh, Google Analytics probably its biggest weakness is it's free mm. because as soon as something's free people kind of take it for granted a little bit Whereas the, if you have everything 
properly tracked and in place and if you go the extra stages where you're you're actually creating events throughout the site so it's the additional away from the advanced tracking for the basket page uh, I, it's just such an essential tool for the business and you've added some really good value I, I actually think business owners listening to this podcast could really see some of the benefits and uh, yeah it doesn't always have to be the big expensive fancy software and it doesn't always have to be Adobe for your creative creating of content there's a lot of stuff out there no yeah and at the end of the day and it's your you know it's bringing people to your website um you own that and like you see exactly what they're doing where they're heading like you just have so much control and it's so powerful that yeah it really it should be number one in everyone's list completely agree and Mairead let's talk about you for a second away from your current strengths and your skill sets is there anything you're looking at that you would love to upskill into and could you explain a little bit why? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple. I mean, <laughs> there's just so, so many areas in digital media. Like, I do um, I do love graphics. Um, and so anytime I get to work on them, that's amazing. But in terms of, like, upskilling, I really think, you know, like, and we talked about Google Analytics, but I think just data analytics in general um, is incredibly important. You know, just, like... We collect so much data now and it's being able to really understand it and make it useful and like being able to navigate big data. Like I'd love to upskill more in like SQL and like R programming to really be able to dig down into it yourself. Um, I think that's a huge area. Would you say kind of data analysts in digital are an undervalued role in the industry? Um, yeah, I think so, maybe. I mean, I think, I think, like, sometimes people don't really include them in the industry, you know, it's, I think it's more science, but, like, it's such an essential part, like, um, it's an essential part of the industry, and I don't know if I would say they're undervalued, but I think they're definitely, there's a shortage of them, um, like really good data analysts that can just um, take a company's data and analyze it and visualize it and like interpret it. Um, yeah, I think we definitely, I think we need more of them. Brilliant. And looking at the digital industry as a whole, Maureen, is there anything that you really excite you? Maybe you maybe think bigger than just made uh, what you just touched on there but something externally in the industry that you think oh that's going to be interesting to look into I mean it's (laughs) yeah like it's not in my current industry but in just in the digital world as a whole um it really excites me what they're doing with the ocean right now (laughs) with um you know with um ocean twinning and the digital ocean and just and again using big data and being able to forecast and plot out and um i suppose explore things in a way that has never been possible before so i literally adore that i married yeah what a gorgeous answer so um and are you thinking from an environmental point of view as well as yes yeah from environmental and from just, and also just, yeah, the exploration part that they get to chart it out and see what's down there. I think it's brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, I love that. And lastly, Maureen, we ask everyone on, on the show, 
if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have that you really admire in yourself and you'd love to pass on to people around you or future generations or something like that, what would that be? Like in terms of working in digital, it's being adaptable is incredibly important. Um, you know, you just like that's the whole point of digital. You have to be able to move with things and change and not get too just not get too attached to one platform just because it works for you. Um, but I think if you're talking about future generations and what's important, um, then probably being transparent also is incredibly important. Like we talked about earlier, um, with the changes, the way the ad world is going, um, and just being conscientious in general about what you're doing and, and aware of the future generations and aware of the people that are seeing your ad and just not doing anything shady. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, I, I completely love both those traits. Uh, really well said. Listen, Marit, that's it. Thank you so much for being on this interview. If anyone wishes to get in touch with you, is there anything away from your LinkedIn profile that I might tag you in and, and give you a shout out to? Yeah, definitely. They should definitely follow us um, at Lurk Media. We're on Facebook and Twitter and we're on Instagram at Lurk underscore media. Brilliant, brilliant. That's it. Thanks everyone for listening to the show. Thank you very much. Lovely. Thanks for having me. Come on, guys.